Today is June 30th, and the Yankees have set their 60-man summer camp roster. You guys have left some voicemails. Let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to Talking Yanks. My name is Jimmy, and sitting right next to me is Jake. We're coming to you from John Boy Media headquarters in the Bronx. Baseball is still happening. It has not been canceled yet, so we're excited. Excited to talk roster. Excited to talk lineups. Excited to talk players. Jake, what are you excited to talk about? Ooh. Um, I'm not. Ooh. No. Uh, big lies. Uh, I'll say this, and I think I mentioned this last time, or I forget if it was on JJR or not. It still kind of hasn't hit me yet. Like, I, I think what's going to happen is this 4th of July weekend is going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. You know, hopefully do some, some fun stuff, maybe see some friends and family. And I think when that Monday hits, Monday the 6th, like, I'm, I'm going to be itching. Like, in my head, after 4th of July, like, baseball's happening, basketball's coming back. Like, it's all happening, mm-hmm. and we're still going to be three weeks away. So we'll be hanging on to some spring training updates, which will be cool. And those will still be cool for a week, week and a half, like normal spring training rules. And then there will probably be a grueling week right before leading up to the season. But for now, I'm still good, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about remembering storylines. Um, you know, I know this isn't – I mean, this is partially applicable to the Yankees, but uh, the international player, the Rays signed, Susugo – you remember I, I was super excited about him. Like I, I saw Susugo. Susugo. I I saw one hype video of him and I got really excited about him over the offseason. He was his old team's captain, so I like that. And I'm just excited to remember stories like that. And, you know, that ties into the Yankees. And I mean, you know, I I tweeted out some you know, something that triggered people today, which was just Mike Ford and Clint Frazier stats. Um, oh, you got people? I didn't get them, uh, but it just, you know, it it's when you look at the stats and you you start thinking about things, and that's where it gets fun. So we've got the 60-man. Uh, you know, a lot of talk is going to be about the 30-man. And it's also, it's kind of bracing for that first injury, too. Like I, That's what I was going to say. Yeah, you and I both have that feeling. Yeah. It's going to suck. It's going to be, there's going to be yeah. one. Yeah, I mean... I'm reading your stats now on Ford. Yeah, I put, so I, I'm in an inundated with Yankees' opinions again. Right, I forgot about it. Right, it's all coming. Ba- it's all coming back to me. No, it's all coming back to me now. When I kiss you like this, yeah. I was singing like the going out like of the. That. I was singing the going out. You were singing the going in. It's all coming. Yeah, back. yeah. It's a great song. Um. We're going to get into roster stuff. Yes. But I was posting my thoughts. Uh, I posted my roster, which I don't, you know, reserve right, reserve yeah. the right to change my mind. I'm already in it. What you're saying, scratching, like I'm already there. Right. I'm excited. Yeah. After July 4th, because we're taking this weekend off, basically four-day weekend. You're almost running too hot. Why? Because you had that fir- you had your first, like, 30-man tweet, you wrote it out, and then yeah. they came out with the 60-man, and you started circling stuff. Yeah. And some stuff changed in between there. And I don't think people are ready for that. Sure they are. I don't we're think getting, people are ready for the right to the right to reserve. Yeah, sure, sure they are. We're getting tons of interaction. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know, you're okay. No, I won't. I'm, I won't. I won't get off on this foot. I'll change. I changed my mind already again. Exactly. Exactly. But that's how I operate. I know. But I, I'm saying the people aren't ready for that. I'm saying the people aren't ready. They're for ready. That. You've got yeah. Tons of conversations. I forgot. I forget how many differing opinions there are. Because I've only yeah. really talked to you. Yeah. And we kind of agree on a lot of things. A chunk. And um, we've almost gotten away from these conversations. Yeah. I'm so excited. But like. Uh, interviews. Know. Adam Adovino. 
Ato. Luke Voigt. You know, and, and a lot of other people haven't crunched the numbers like we did the other day when we were right. intensified math pod. So a lot of people have, like, a little surprise. Like, when I left Clint Fraser off the roster and everyone's freaking out, and I'm yeah. like, well, who are you replacing him with? No one had any answers. They're yeah. like, uh, oh, I guess. You know, it's hard. it's tough, but there's going to be injuries. Judge, judge is swinging. That's good. Judge is swinging. That's good. That's what we've got as of now. Um, we are recording Monday Evening, I think why that may be important is the first players have announced who's not coming to camp. And this is around the league. Uh, nothing from Yankees camp yet. We'll see. Uh, Ryan Zimmerman, Mr. National, National's first baseman. Uh, and Mike Leak, starting pitcher. You might remember him from uh, around the league. He was on the Mariners for a little bit. Reds. Uh, he's currently on the Diamondbacks, and he tapped out. So it'll be interesting to see if any Yankees do that. Um, expect to see nasty, dumb tweets if that does happen. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see if any of that develops out of Yankee camp. Mm-hmm. Did you read this article about uh, Aaron Judge and Sports Illustrated? He gave like an exclusive interview. BBD, you probably read it. Did you read it? To Ragazzo? Yeah, to Ragazzo. Yeah. So, did he go into detail of what extent he's swinging? Um, I don't remember. It was a lot of generalities. I mean, it was kind of a judge interview. I honestly can't wait to get back out there. It's going yeah. to be an exciting year. Um, He's been taking his time to get healthy and is hitting and running with his teammates at their Tampa facility. So, very general. Yeah. Aaron Hicks will be ready to play. Yep. Um, I think Judge might be good, though. So far, who knows? We'll see. We'll see. And it's... um. You want to know what's really exciting, Jake? Do we explain the Boone thing? Do we? Should we do that? It's next episode. Okay. Well, we, we, uh, we're on a, like a virtual chat with Boone. He, he got asked a bunch of questions. He gave answers. We're going to... It's going to be next... Okay. Ne- the end the episode. The next episode after this one. Right. We have a but whole... We have all the clips and everything. I won't spoil it. Um... They're announcing the schedule sometime next week. It just got tweeted out. There you go. That is exciting. That is exciting. Um, you've you've been running hot on that, and I think properly hot on that. Oh, okay. If you'd like to explain it to the people. Uh, we, we dove into it last episode, and then it's all I've been thinking about. Yeah. And we asked Boone about the weight, weight it is in the schedule. It's all I've been thinking about. So I posted my thoughts on, and I posted it everywhere on Instagram, Facebook, because I, I, I think I'm having great thoughts. Yeah. And some people are like, you're overthinking it. I'm like, that's the fun of it. Some people are like, you're thinking about this way too early. That's the fun of it. Yeah. That's what we do. The, my, my, so it came out the Yankees are opening against the Nationals. Right. I almost didn't tweet out my reaction because I knew people were going to get on me for it. Right. It doesn't do anything for me. It does something for me, but I'll, I'll let you yeah, know. Yeah. I, I was excited for Mets or Red Sox or Rays. And so, like, the Nationals, like, I get what it's doing for non-Yankees fans, like, casual fans. Like, if I'm a, just a baseball fan, it would be awesome. You know what I mean? Defending world champs. Yeah. One of the best pitchers in the game. Scherzer the Yankees Cole, and one of the yeah, best pitchers in, in, in the game. In D.C., like, yeah. but as a Yankee fan, it doesn't do anything for me. It's kind of like, eh. So, the, the situation I laid out. Now, this conversation can be all for naught. I understand that. If it goes three games against the Nationals, right? Then two against the Rays, then three against the Mets. Sure. Would you keep the starting rotation how it is? Because that would be six games from our top three pitchers against National League East opponents when that's 10% of the schedule right there. So I know the schedule is probably not going to lay out that way. Yeah. But if it does, I think that's a real thought process and conversation. You only, it's a conversation. You only get 12 starts out of Garrett Cole. Right. Are you really going to do – how many are you going to line up against National League East when winning the division is so important? Yeah, and it's uh, it's a conversation. I mean, there's also the aspect, and I think I mentioned this last podcast, is getting Garrett Cole out there because, I mean, you know, there's some things you also can't plan – if it's rain delays and cancellations and stuff like that, you want to make sure that every fifth day Garrett Cole is pitching. I, yes. I kind of don't care the opponent. You know, we like you're saying, each game is technically 2.7 games, and Garrett Cole needs to be out there every opportunity possible. Yeah. So, but and, you, you and, only get control at the start, right? And 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 I get that. And you know, I think there very much would be an argument. You know, if if this schedule lined up right, yeah, I I could see you you dancing around it a little bit, um, maybe more so with 
with Paxton and Tanaka, something like that. Like maybe you go Cole, um, <laughs> Hat Monty, really piss people off. But um, I think it is a it is a conversation. I think the other thing where I I don't want to say you're getting lost in the thought process, but with every game being so impactful, I almost don't think you can plan too too far ahead. Like you know, a three game losing streak in this season is almost the equivalent to an eight-game losing streak. Yeah. So, you you know, lining up, you know, Cole for the Red Sox and Cole for Tampa and, you know, these games that are worth a game and a half almost because you're playing an in-division opponent. Yeah. I just think you can't get lost in that because if you get so focused on that and you overlook two games, I mean, you just lost five games in a regular season. Yeah. So I mean, I hear you. I'm just saying yeah. those 40 games are so much more important. So much more important than the 20 in the NL East. And, I, I mean, here's something that I don't know if it helps or hurts your argument. And, I, you know, the baseline of this argument is like, hey, let's win every game, right? And that's and, not— And some people are like, every game's important. Right. Of course. But some are more important. Yeah. And that's—I mean, even—I mean, that there's no arguing that. Right. Um, and, you know, I, I'll, I'll tell you my shower thought that scared me this weekend. It was— Man, with these new divisions, something that you and I have been talking about on Talking Baseball is that the Central is weaker than the West Coast divisions, IMO. I mean, we've got, you know, the Tigers, the Royals, um, Pittsburgh. You know, there's there's three, like, clearly bad teams and now that Central division that I think we're definitely getting a wild card from, from the central. From the central, yeah, I think mi- Twins and Indians twins will both Indians. be there. One will win the division, one will be a wild. I card. mean, they seem like they're kind of a lock now. So then, and then I think Yankees Rays are a lock for a playoff spot. You'd like to think, yeah, but man, it's and it's going like, to be tight. I mean, the A's, A's Houston, Texas, there's good ball teams, and especially in this abbreviated season. I mean, Toronto and the Sox, if they get going. Uh, the Rangers, I just mentioned them. Like they could have a really quirky, fun pitching staff in Texas. So um, that scared me. That in my head, I think a wild card spot is already gone. That's what I. That's what I'm saying. That's why this. That's the crux of my position. Right. Um, and Cause, I, cause, I, th- I think the thing is, you can spin it either way. I. Th- I think you know if you focus too many games for lining up your staff against Tampa, you know there's 50 other games outside of that. And I'm just saying like, when you get almo- the chance to try to do it. There's almost this momentum thing that's like you almost have to just nip losing streaks in the butt. Yeah. Like uh if it's if you're on a two game losing streak and you know you've got a fresh hap and a fresh coal and let's say, you know, you're wrapping up a series and then you start one with Tampa that next day. I mean, part of me almost wants to nip that losing streak in the butt. I mean it it's it's fun baseball talk. If anyone tells you it's not fun baseball talk, you can come back at them. But yeah. um, I mean, it's a it's dude in the a central really weird way to look at it. In the central, last year the Tigers and the Royals both lost more than one hundred games, and they're going to be terrible again. They and, haven't made improvements. They, they haven't improved. And then in the National League, I mean the the Pirates improved. The Reds improved. They both lost. Pir- uh, Pirates will be bad though. They're they're planning on being bad. Yeah, yeah, and so. That's 20 games against the Tigers and the Royals, and who's going to be the Pirates' rival in the AL? What do you mean? Like the six-game set. Who's their closest proximity rival? I don't even know. I'm not sure. I just made that up for them, probably. Who would it be? The Royals? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it's Yankees, Mets. Cleveland, I guess. Yeah, I wonder if it's going to make that the rivalry week. Someone gets 26 games against three teams that are actively not trying to win. Right. In the Central. Yep. Out of 60, they get 26. Yep. So, like, that's why I think that the Central will produce a wild card team. Yeah. So, the, you do not want to be in that wild card race when the, the divisions are completely separate from each other. You're not playing the same opponents. You can't steal any or, con, or guarantee any losses. You don't want to be in that wild card race. No. And uh, you also, it, it might be out of your control too. So, um, it's nuts. I don't know. Yeah. There's a, it's, it's, I think everything we've circled between injuries and summer camp and the schedule and stuff, there's this 
there's this excitement, obviously, uh, amongst baseball, but there's also like a fear factor that uh, this season could be scary, man. Yeah. Good. I'm trying to. I'm, I've stumped myself on who like the central rivals are. Like White Sox and Cubs. Easy. Yeah. Done. Twins. Twins need Brewers. Someone. Twins Brewers. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Con- affirmative. Cardinals. Royals. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Tigers, Detroit versus it's Reds or Pirates. Reds or Pirates. Pirates. Is there another Ohio team? Reds. Reds Reds in Cleveland. Okay. So Pirates. Pirates. Tigers. So just don't watch those. So so, but that 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 helps us out. Yeah. Because now it's not the Indians or right. that gets six against the Indians. Or, or, right. Reds uh, could be good. Reds could be good. But I yeah, mean, yeah. 20 games against teams they could legitimately go nine and one against. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which is and the, crazy. the Yanks only have one of those teams in the Orioles. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird to think about. All right. Uh, let's go straight to voicemails. What's up, boys? It's Jordan from Boston. All right. Baseball's back. Very happy about it. Rosters should be formalized today, today being Sunday. So this question is more your opportunity to give us your overall thoughts on the roster, yes. who got snubbed, who are you surprised about, and how they're going to use certain guys. Like Tyler Wade is a pinch runner. Mike Ford is the backup first baseman. You know, yada, yada, yada. So go off. Think, boys. Go Yanks. Thank you, Jordan, for the perfect segue into the roster. Yes. So the Yankees, the, family. the Yankees set their 60-man summer camp. There's really yes. only 58 People, did you? I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to jokingly get you hot. Did you see Heyman try to fight Summer Camp? Why? <laughs> just, he's just being an idiot. Was he serious or was he making jokes? He was trying to be serious, and it just backfired on him. He's like, I just don't really think we should be joking about calling it Summer Camp when there's a pandemic going on and stuff like that. And everyone is like, Dude, you gotta chill out. Camp he, is he, a term used yeah. for spring training. He thought it, he thought he had an angle, and everyone was like, Like no, you break dude. camp, yeah, and then it, was it takes place in, in the, the summer. summer. Yeah, what are you doing, Heyman? Yeah, he just he thought he had an angle, and everyone was like, No, dude. Yeah, you know what it is with Heyman. Sucks. Like I have this itch Suck where I I I take my phone out of my pocket. You know, if I'm if I'm active, right. like, Every ten minutes, feeling it to look at it. Yeah. Every time he does that, he thinks he has to tweet something. Oh, okay. So then he just searches for something. Yeah. Well, I just think he's got just a couple couple of the brain pathways just landed. Like he thought the summer camp thing was gold. He's like, ooh, people are gonna eat this up and then it's like no dude i don't even understand like the angle he's coming at big baby like it's summer and it's uh like a camp he knows it's no longer spring right yeah he might not he might not i don't know that's very odd very odd very john Heyman. yeah 40 man 40 man 60 man really 60 man calling it summer camp is a spin <laughs> we don't need yeah, it's summer, and yeah, it's a camp. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah, there, he kept going. It. Right there, he kept you going. You got it, dude. But for players, it's more like training. But this time, it's compli- <laughs> complicated. Like, dude, he thought he nailed Onerous. It. What's onerous mean? Onerous. Onerous. Yeah. Burdensome. Burdensome. Maybe even dicey. Now, the now 113-page operations manual makes it clear. Even spring training 2.0 is a bit flippant. But summer camp? No way. Yeah. What's he want to call it? I don't know. Baseball man. operations during pandemic? Yeah. Ideally, yes. Bottop? Bottop. Bottop? Okay. Okay. All right. We got that out of the way. Uh, that's bizarre. 60-man summer camp is set, but the Yankees only have 58. Now, there were some surprising things out of here. Uh, I don't think there's any surprises. We did think that we heard there were teams that were going to use the pool of 30 players more as, hey, who do we value and we want to get reps more than who do we think can help this year? Right. The Yankees did not do that. Everyone on this list is someone that they think can help this year. There's no Austin Wells. There's no, like, deep-cut value prospect. Not yet. Isn't there, like, two or three slots available? Two. Potentially two, two slots? Okay. Yeah, yeah, two, two available. So, first, I have so many thoughts about this that I haven't tweeted or shared yet. Oh. Yeah. I like that. 
the most funny thing that Jake and I both tweeted a minute apart from each other because yeah. both instant reaction. Is and that, Lindsey Adler as well. Oh, we they, were all in a one-minute cycle. The Yankees made a section called infielders, outfielders. Yeah. And <laughs> the only reason the Yankees made this section is for Andujar. Uh, I think they like Wade. I think they like Wade there too. I think they would have done that with Wade as well. But it's funny that Wade is viewed as you know arguably la- the best last, defender. On last the- year, if Andujar was injured, they would just have Wade and Herrera as infielders. And you think so? Yes, one hundred percent. I don't know. Just because we've been talking about how their versatility, how valuable their now versatility is. I, I I know they think know I, that they can I think, play outfield. I think I think the irony lies in Tyler Wade being you know this beautiful defender. Like wow, he's done really good in left. He might be able to play center. He's gifted in the infield. And Andujar, it's like, well, if they, he's out there for an inning, I just hope it doesn't go there. I, I truly believe if Andujar was injured, okay, Herrera and Wade would just be on the infielders, and it would be like known. But they can play wherever, right? But they did not want to pigeonhole Andujar as an infielder. Or an outfielder because they knew that would get big reactions probably from everyone. So they make this infielder outfielder section. They were like the only team that did this. Every other team posted their roster. Yeah. No one other had a, a, a specific section. Shout out to the Yankees graphics department. Theirs was the best presented layout. It was with groupings it and really colors was. and contrast. Uh, some of the other teams didn't even try. Some of them went like old manual style. Like the Twins came out and it was like. There was 500 names. Yeah. Just a press release. Yeah. Oh, some of them are gross. I didn't even want to look at them. Yeah. Like, this is too hard. Make it easy for me to read. Now, I'm going to run down some of my thoughts, Jake, and yeah. about the position players, okay? Yeah, the Yankees signed a catcher, Max McDowell. Congrats, Max. My thoughts. Sure. I don't think Ionetta or Kratz want to be on the three-man travel taxi squad for $400 a week. Oh, so you think they're going so like I think, hockey goalie style. Like I think that McDowell or Josh Tolley can have that travel third catcher spot, mm. but they're not actually the third catcher. If Higgy or Gary Sanchez get hurt, I think Tolley or McDowell stay as the third taxi squad and Ionetta and Kratzy just get called up. Okay. So there's Well, I don't like hard think that, but I'm just thinking it could be the case. Yeah, no, I I I hear what you're saying. Um yeah, it'll be interesting. It's it's going to be interesting to see if travel squad is fun. Like, I could see, you know, we've talked about Kratzy being, you know, starting every year in the minor leagues. Like, he might he might just be having a blast traveling with the boys. Um, and then I, I think there is some fun stuff there because um, there's some 40-man, 60 stuff. But uh, would I be shocked if, like, one of the old man catchers didn't want to travel? No. So I yeah. like that. I don't care either way either. Like, I like, don't, don't fight me. I think it. that's, yeah, I think that's such a coin flip that I want you to push that anyways. Why okay. not? All right. Yeah. The Yankees also signed Matt Duffy, third mm, baseman. Duffman. Put him in the infielder role. For me, Andujar is now fourth string third baseman. Ooh. Herrera and Duffy are both a better glove at third if yeah. Gio gets hurt. So I think that that's a very interesting move that they pick up Matt Duffy, a third baseman, put him in the infielder crew. Herrera's still with the team, and they make sure that Andujar is not specifically on the infield page, that he's known as a two-way player now to change the mindset. Like, I think the infielder-outfielder section is simply just to boost Andujar's value to any team that might be interested still. I don't want them to trade him, but I thought it was very interesting they sign a third baseman because we've had discussions who's the backup third baseman. You got two better gloves but Wade and DJ can also slide right. over. And this, I, I think now is is the time to start getting into the 40-man stuff because the Matt Duffy stuff was kind of funny because a lot of people recognize him from his time with the Rays uh, where he's actually been a, a solid batting average guy. So everyone started calling him the next Urshela, like watch for Matt Duffy hitting 330 by midway through the season, that kind of stuff. So that was fun and a good reputation for the Yankees to have. So I like that. Um the 40-man gets tricky, so I, um, you know, we're semi-connected in baseball, so I was seeing if I could get any insider information on the 40-man because the first thing I was wondering was about the young pitchers because um, the Yankees invite a lot of veteran bullpen guys to camp, the David Hales, the Dan Oteros, guys like that, and I was curious to see if the league was going to change their rules. Early return on that is no. 
that the 40-man is the 40-man. And currently, the only spot available on the 40-man is now open because Luis Severino went on the 60-day IL. So we've got one 40-man roster spot. So any of the non-40-man guys you mentioned, whether it's Roselle Herrera, whether it's uh, Matt Duffy, whether it's, you know, David Hale, uh, those guys need to get on the 40-man before they can be in pinstripes. Yeah. So that's the only spot that I'm going to fight you on, guys jumping Andujar in line. Andujar is on this team as the fake infielder, outfielder, and he's on this team. Um, and I think, you know, Severino going on the IL and pitching being so important, I'm expecting a pitcher to jump into the Yankees 40-man. I've kind of been pushing the David Hale train because he's been proven and we know how much the Yankees like him. We were told by members of the Yankee scouting department, we like Hale. And so from there, I was wondering if they were going to adjust the rules at all, like add a 41st man, because also on the 40-man, there's a lot of prospects. There's a, guy, a lot of guys like Nick Nelson, Miguel Ujuri, um, uh, a couple other young pitchers. Albert Abreu that probably aren't MLB ready and if the Yankees injury bug strikes and guys aren't going on the 60 man IL then you have to start talking about DFAing guys so I was seeing if they changed the rules around that at all they have not and the more I thought about it this is what I have so far okay so what I have so far is they have not changed the 40 man rules and if you think about it there's only two weeks with fully expanded rosters as of now so that could only be like a two-week problem in theory, and otherwise you're just playing normal baseball. Um, I think there are some situations. I, one of the rumors I heard is that they could expand the times rosters are expanded, which I think that's interesting, um, uh, potentially for some 40-man stuff. But And the other twist is COVID. Um, so if players get COVID, that will open up a 40-man spot. Okay, And if you're a baseball fan and you know the ain't cheating, you ain't trying, you're wondering if fake COVID cases could pop up to open up a roster spot. Um, I, I think your brain should jump there. The caveat with that is MLB is doing the testing. All mm. the COVID testing goes through MLB. So you can't do any faux COVID stints on the IL. So uh, that's where I think things are going to get tricky because right now the Yankees only have two catchers on their 40, man. If one of the catchers goes down, we have to open up a 40-man spot. Yeah. So the roster stuff gets tight, and when people get excited about, you know, Matt Duffy, even Roselle Herrera, who, yes, he was fun at spring training, but we got excited about him because about five guys were hurt. So That doesn't make sense to me at all. What are you doing, MLB? How could you expand the rot? Okay, you know what? It does make sense. Because this was my next point. I was going to counter my next point with that okay. point. So my head's going fast. My head's going faster. You got yourself. People aren't understanding. People are the people that were responding to my roster. Right. It seemed weren't fully aware that the thirty man roster is only for two weeks. So they're not going to be like doing crazy shit with it. Yeah. If it was for the full season, a third catcher would probably be part of it right it's two weeks it's for pitchers yeah like it's designed to put more pitchers on your roster for the first two weeks after the two weeks two people leave then you're at 28 when you had 26 it's only going to be two extra pitchers there they're going to be down to a four-man bench so all the position players that you think are going to be added to this 30-man roster they're probably not like we said it's maybe one extra guy and that's, that's where I think a veteran arm makes sense. And, you know, hey, again, we'll see what injuries happen, but I think that's the tricky part is I think they have to be significant injuries. And that's where and that's where I was kind of coming at you for your, your back-to-back 40-man because, one, you kind of fought me on Roselle Herrera, which I think was right, and then the next time you had him circled. Roselle needs some significant injuries to get on the Yankees roster. That When that I did we, the circles here, yeah. I was just – Guessing they were going to expand the 40-man roster. Okay. Because I have Clark Schmidt. I have Hale. Right. I have Herrera. I would. I was just thinking if they expand the 30-man to 40, to, if they expand it to 30, they're going to expand the 40-man. Right. And since they're not, because it is only two weeks. And really, I only circled Clark Schmidt because he was next to Tanaka, and I right. didn't want to do two solo names. Right. And you don't want to accidentally clip Tanaka's name. You want that scene. So you might as yeah, well get yeah, Schmidt yeah. in there. That so Because I, I would have done... Um, I was I was gonna do someone else besides Schmidt. Uh, I was gonna do like Tyler Lyons because he's a lefty and he's been in the bigs right. before. 
And for, I think the Yankees like Lions. Yeah, so at the start, I was going to do Lions, but then I just was like, ah, he's right next to Tanaka. Yeah. And then someone, like, the first response was like, John Boy's on the Clark Schmidt train, let's go. And I was like, ah, it's kind of just a convenient circling thing. Yeah. So. And so, and, and I'll just, one last time, because, um, you know, this is some kind of deep cut MLB stuff, but on the Yankees 40-man roster, eligible guys to come up to the big team, the pitchers they have on there, Albert Abreu, Luis Hill, um, Brooks Kriske, Luis Medina, Nick Nelson, and Miguel Yajuri. These are guys who haven't touched a major league field, and the Yankees just protected them so that they couldn't get taken in the yeah, Rule yeah. 5 draft. So, And that's where our baseball minds kind of start going off because – you know, it, it kind of does come back to safety because you'd rather see on the opposing team and probably the Yankees, you'd rather see David Hale or Dan Otero, guys who played Major League Baseball. But as it is right now, those guys aren't going to get any buffer room. Yep. So when so now, bringing it back to the 30-man. So if the 40-man if the doesn't expand, then I'm, I, like I just said, I'm taking Herrera off. I'm taking Schmidt off. Do I have to take anyone else off? Hale. Hale. I think they're gonna. Try I think and Hale sneak comes out. I, I think, think he. I think he currently gets Sevy's spot. Because Sevy just went on the sixty. What'd you say, Booty? My guess would be Hale gets that forty spot. Makes okay. sense. Okay, right? so leave Hale. They like him, and he was good last year. Yeah. Well, if you take Herrera off, or, or I let's think, say a veteran pitcher. If you take Herrera off, I think Ford's taking his spot as the fifth man on the bench. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And. A lot of people want a Davey. Uh, he's weird place to bring Davey into 60 games and, like, let him cut his teeth in that environment where he's – I don't know. Yeah, uh, it, it'll be interesting. I think Davey needs some injuries, um, and he needs to show out in this kind of summer camp. Um, you know, I'm not ruling it out, but the other thing you also have to think about is kind of the money side. The I I do truly think the Yankees believe Davey's going to be a part of this team going forward. and Service time side. Why would you – Why'd you waste a year of Davey? I mean, he'd he'd have to be worth it. That's kind of the whole point. Yeah. If if he can come in and be an impact player, uh, you know, there you go. Um, but I, I think th- I think with Davey and Clark Schmidt, now that I have Clark Schmidt uncircled, like, you know, you'd have to be back against the wall to waste a year of service time here. A little bit, you know, it, it's definitely an angle, and it. But you know, you can kind of spin it other ways too. I mean, you know, was Clark Schmidt was Clark Schmidt expected to get some show experience this year? You know, how how did that the Yankees have that for twenty twenty one? So, um, I don't know. I I kind of lean veterans with you, but um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, is there anything else? I got Higgy and Gary as the catcher. I mean, it's as much as I love him, there's no fight for Tyro Estrada right now, right? He's just injury insurance. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if Wade's making it, Tyro's out. Yeah. Wade's the backup shortstop then. Um, and really, I think the, the biggest argument in Yankee land right now is, you know, it's, it's Clint and Mike Ford. Yeah, uh, Florial's on the on the sixty man. I wonder if they could like sixty day IL him. I wonder if that starts turning into funny business because like he's not getting the call this year. He's not getting the call next year. It's interesting, right? I wonder if they do that with the young guys. Oh boy, Cashman, that's scary. All right, so if anyone didn't realize what just happened in Jake's brain. We've stumbled into <laughs> we stumbled into a thought process that Florial Florial's on the forty man. He's not going to get the call because Florial hasn't been good. His he's declined in value. He hasn't even gotten out of a ball. Send right? some texts. He hasn't even gotten out of a ball. So a loophole could be they phantom put him on the sixty man IL, which opens up a spot on the forty man right now. Jake, that seems like something they do. That seems like something they do. Seems like something they do. Would you do that with like Luis Hill? Like, are there other people they may do that with? I'm going to ask some people we know and see. I mean, are they is the are they going to get fucked here? It seems like that a lot of guys on the forty man that 
were only there to be protected by the Rule I 5 draft mean, are going to get phantom IL'd. I think we just answered our question. Those guys weren't going to touch the field anyways. Uh-uh. Uh, uh, sorry, young guys. Like, hey, let's like, give them the benefit of the doubt. They might get hurt anyway. Yeah, funky co- Funky okay. cold. Fun- like, uh, maybe summer camp's operation hurt these dudes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's been the past few years, accidentally. Like Miggy Yahoo, Funky Cold Medina. Uh, Who else could they? Florial is like, you got to do it. I mean, there's so many outfielders ahead of Orr. And, dude, these, these other, like, some of these other pitchers aren't very close. Like, the young guy crew I mentioned before, like, you know, they're not supposed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yahore, Yajure, Medina is. Um, yeah, Jake. Yeah. Luis Hill. Luis Hill, Brooks Kreisky. Abreu? I don't know. You might be onto something there. Okay. We figured it out. Might see a lot of fans. We just cleared IELs. up the 40, man. Sorry, young guys. We just guys. cleared up like four spots. <laughs> yeah, we just cleared up a lot. You bring up Herrera. Hale, Herrera. Uh, Tyler Lyons, come on through. Get one of these old fart catchers. I just want to fucking text Cash. Yeah, and we should be able to. <laughs> Give me your phone number, you motherfucker. Yeah. Brian, we know you're listening. Just DM us your phone number. Oh, you know, what about... Are okay. we whispering again? Yeah, what about the other GMs we know? Okay. Can try. It's interesting. Then you stumbled into something. Is that like day. a player's union? It feels like a player's union gripe. Yeah. But also not. Should we call Ploof? I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk. We'll ask Plouffe yeah. on talking baseball. That developing story. Developing <laughs> story. <laughs> Phantom IL stints. Check into Thursday's episode. Phantom IL stints may be running rampant. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I crazy. We didn't think of that earlier. But okay. Anything else on the roster? Like we have other voicemails. Uh, you know, outfield. If everyone's healthy, outfield is strong. I mean, Judge, Stanton, Talkman, Guardy. That's five right there. Five. There's so many. Dude, and that's... Okay, so I don't want to be dumb. <laughs> that's a lie. Um, if... Jimmy, let's say it's the fifth inning of a game this year. It's the fourth game of the season. Uh, I don't know. Stan gets pinch run for. Guardy gets pinch hit for. If Miguel Andujar has to play... Half of a game in left field. Are you nervous? No. Right? Like, I'm not... Same I, level as Clint, and I'm not trying to be rude. No, no, and that's... I, I think that's fair, and a lot of people feel that, except the hardcore Clint stands. You just have to defensive replacement at the end of the uh, close yeah. game. Yeah. Um, so, dude, like, I, I know you're, you're leaning into that infield-outfielder take, but I think the Yankees... If they want to get Andujar in a game, they're not going to be scared to use him at third or left field for a little bit. They wanted to remind people that he played outfield in spring training. He did, and he looked okay. And it's a small sample size. Yes, it's spring training, yes, but he looked okay. The beat reporters say this. This isn't just us gossiping. And Andujar's bat plays, man. And I think the other thing that a friend of the program, Brian Hoke, mentioned, you know, if Garrett Cole or Paxton are pitching these high strikeout guys, you can take a little bit away from the defense. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see Andujar getting more run on Garrett Cole and Paxton days. Or Tanaka versus the Rays, because he owns them. Oops. 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 So you've had an accident. Oh, my God. Welcome to the Collision <laughs> Center. That's an old joke. Okay. Like a... Tr- 12-year-old joke. An old inside joke. There's a place. Not even talking Yanks. Yeah, no. There's a place called Z Collision Center. Z-E-E. Milford, Connecticut. Ad. Z-E-E Collision Center. <laughs> always cracked us up. So we always would drive by it and laugh and just say, Welcome to Z Collision Center. You've had an accident. <laughs> it's a long-running joke. Pretty bad. All right. I think we're good. Let's move on to voicemails and see where they land us. But I could talk this shit all day. Hi, it's Suzanne from Washington, D.C., BBD, mark that on the map because Washington, D.C. could become a state. But anyway, I'm just calling because I've got two things. One, opening day, Nats versus Yanks. 
What a time to be a Yankees fan in Washington, D.C. I realize I can't go to the game, but, hey, it's still a fun rivalry. Two, this is more of a talking baseball kind of question, mm. but you guys didn't really talk about it. What do you guys think of the World Series Zones that the Nats got? Baby Shark? The 19 and 31 that they're contractually obligated to talk about? Let me know. Bye. Thank you, Suzanne. And I, uh, as soon as I saw heard her name, I was like, oh, she's excited about DC. Yeah. Because Suzanne from DC. Heads up. Heads up. Yeah. Uh, the Do you like that? The, did they get shit for putting Baby Shark on the ring and stuff? I feel like people gave him crap. Um, What's I, the 1931 thing you're talking about? I think it's kind of that easy. I, I think you could go either way on it. And it's, you know, World Series rings, a lot of sports rings have just gotten ridiculous. Like when they just started multiplying in size. Um, so I don't know. I kind of like the baby shark twist. It, it'll be a silly thing in a little bit. If you're someone who, if you like the old Yankee player walking around the stadium wearing his ring like every day, then I yeah. don't think I want the baby shark thing on there. Um, but yeah, I, I and don't then know. They have their I, losing records. I was have fun with it. Yeah, I think that was on that's there somewhere weird. a little bit. It's a it's a reminder of the season, and I guess that's what the ring is supposed to be. Um, I don't know. Interested to see how the Yankees spin it. Yeah, uh, I, I think I, I I like it and don't like it all. So you can talk me into both sides, but I don't like the losing record. That's weird. I think I have a, I think young loser Yankee fan Jakey went to an early ring day at the stadium. Like they give away the fake ring, and I think I might have wore that for a little too long. How old young are we talking? Like probably 2000 So I'm, you're like 10 years old I'm guessing I want to say double digits But not a teenager Somewhere in that range So yes What you're well, saying I mean we know like By World Series Like they probably gave it out In 2001 Could've I mean it could've also been 96 Well you're really young That's what I'm saying Well double digits But not a teenager Limits you to like Just 2001 I could've also worn it Later in life Oh, that's horrible. Exactly. You take it exactly. off the shelf. That's what this is, Jim. That's wow. what we're doing. That's embarrassing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. People are embarrassed. It's not a flex. It's an anti-flex. Self. Excuse me? Nothing. Okay. Next. Thank you, Suzanne. Suzanne? Jimmy Suzanne. O'Byrne. Handsome Jake. Hope mm. you guys are doing all right. Uh, this is Connor from Myrtle Beach, newly transplanted Yankee fan. Quick question. Thought came up in my head. There's probably going to be a lot of players throughout the year who are going to get COVID and have to be out for a week or two, uh, the two-week quarantine time. How about this for a strategy? Infect every Yankee player right now so you can go right into training, uh, spring training and the season not needing to worry about that. Is that legal in sports? Is that possible? Appreciate y'all. Imagine if they had like an infection party, like under the table, like the Yankees players, Wade and Judge and DJ, they all got together like some coven Wiccan shit. Mm. And they just like, you know, had a scab and did like their own, their own version of, um, yeah, a, um, blanking. You got it. Blanking. What's the term? The medical term? Uh, blood brothers. No, people, people don't like them. Vaccination. They're okay. like, you know, wow. You know, they, people, people don't like them, vaccinations. Yeah, there are people that don't like them. It's crazy. Yeah, there so are some. I think those are but you the, infect the yourself minority. With, you infect yourself with the disease, so you right. get it, and then it's all. So imagine if like they had like an underground meeting. They're like, yeah. let's all just fucking get it now. There's rumors that SEC football teams are doing this now. Really? So like get it out of the way, yeah. Because, I mean, they've got the healthiest. They essentially have the healthiest kids in the world. So, like... And think about how football coaches... I think it's all rumors right now, but think if you think about how football coaches think and process things, and you think about having a healthy crew of people, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Let's just let's just get all the Yankees to go like to the underground clubhouse in Tampa and play suck and blow with it each other. It would be... <laughs> it would be... <laughs> Big Baby David is blushing. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll say it this way. Um, you know, this is something I kind of pushed for and I've backed off, but like baseball guy, like who's a baseball guy. Yeah, yeah. And like, I think that would be a hilarious thing if it, if it came out now and some guy was like, 
you know, it leaks out and, oh, yeah, he's he's going to be on the IL. He's got COVID. And, like, all these people are coming out with, like, thoughts and prayers, like, hope he gets better, like, can't believe he has to go through this right now. And then they come out with a statement and they're like, oh, no, I gave it to myself. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting this out of the way. I like it. Yeah. Don't do it, though. Don't do it, though. <laughs> but it's Yankees fun to think about. Yankees sucking blow party. Yep. Sounds like my sweet 16. Minus all the Yankees. You were and sucking, sucking and blowing. blowing. Yeah, <laughs> that was a one-man party. <laughs> that was me and my dog, Tucker. Oh, boy. What's up? My name is Liam. I'm from upstate New York, and I'm wondering about the legitimacy of the World Series. I know originally you guys said it had to be 80 games for it to be considered legit, but what if all the best teams in baseball make the postseason after 60 games? Like the Yankees, Astros, Dodgers, and Braves, and they all make the postseason, and then the Yankees and Dodgers meet in the World Series, I would consider that legit. Of course, on the other hand, if the Padres or Rockies get hot and then win their first ever World Series ever, I don't see how that can be considered legit. So... I guess what I'm trying to say is, do we have to wait until we have a World Series champion to determine if it's a legit uh, season or not? Thank you for calling in. I, I understand the thought process there. I kind of agree that the, I think that's like, you know, a lot of people's brains will work that way. Uh, did all the favorites make it? Okay, then that's yeah. normal. But here's where I'm at, because people keep telling me they shouldn't do awards, and I'm like, well, everyone's playing the same thing. Yeah. So, like... They have to. This will be the 2020 World Series winner. Yeah. It'll be the 2020 MVP. It'll be 2020 Cy Young. If someone's going to bring the caveat, well, yeah, that was a weird shortened season. Sure, it was. They won yeah. the weird shortened season. You know, if the Yankees win it and then everyone's like, well, that doesn't count as 28 because that one was for Gazi. 27 and a half, 27 bro. and a half. Yeah, get ready cool. for that. It's cool. I'll you be s- fine with that. I'll be fine with it. Yeah. Because I'll have a World Series winner. <laughs> whatever they play, whoever wins it, won that. You know, yeah. it's so if you want to compare it to past World Series winners and it doesn't stack up in your brain, sure, I kinda understand that. I think it's it's more for batting average record is the biggest thing that I'm worried right. about. Like if, if someone hits four oh four ten. Right. That can't go in the books as no, the best. It can't. You can't. You it, just can't. So, like, I'm with that. It can't. Yeah. It, it can't be like in in 2050, they're like, what's the highest batting average? Well, it was in 2020, it was 410. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah. And I, I think, uh, you know, me and John Boy initially said our, our basement. Base- ah! Okay. Wow. Wow. You want to talk about that? No, it was an okay. auto click ad. Sorry. Just screaming. Um, holy shit. <laughs> um, I got just as scared as you. Our original... No, you kind of had an idea. Was, anyways. Ah, I didn't. You click something. Pop-up. Um, Our original baseline baseline was 70 games. We are like, hey, 70 games, you know, that's really close to a half season. It's a lot of baseball, blah, blah, blah. So, of course, they come in at 60. Um, You know, it's firm handshakes around the league. Let's make it legitimate. I'll say something that, you know, I, is a stance I didn't think I... F- wanted to fall into is I wanted expanded playoffs this year because baseball is going to look really stupid if there's a couple good C teams that just missed out. Like, let's say, you know, Yankees get off to a terrible start and they somehow just missed the playoffs. The Dodgers, um, Houston, um, you know, the Braves. Like, they're, they're, and there's going to be good teams that get left out. Um, it just depends what level of good. And that's kind of why I wanted the expanded playoff because I think that allows the Cinderella story, which can be fun. If a team does come out of left field and they just do it, the Rockies go on this miraculous run in the shortened season, that's kind of a fun storyline. Like, will they do it? Because, um, you know, a ring in Colorado, like, people would very much celebrate that, even in the shortened season. But... At, at what expense? And I, I want this season to be legitimate as possible. And, you know, hey, I'm I'm hoping we get the quote-unquote expected best teams in there or at least teams that prove themselves to be bona fide enough during the season that they earn it. We'll see. Yeah. I, I, you know, people are going to have a problem with it. Like if, if the Red Sox win, 
will say, yeah, it's bullshit. And if we win, they'll say it. So, like, I don't yeah. care. I, I've accepted the already to ignore that. The history care. books tend to forget a lot of it. The Spurs won in a shortened season, and I can't even remember what year it is off the top of my head. 1925? So. Well, uh, I don't know about that. You can't remember. Uh. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Eric from Cartsburg, West Virginia. Twitter handle the post 15. I've Ooh, called a few times. Really enjoy listening to you guys every week. Just a quick uh, role-playing game here I thought would be fun. So a time traveler comes to you, hands you a phone the day after the 2001 World Series and says you can make one phone call to Brian Cashman. You have one minute. You have to try to convince him that you're legit and you want to tell him some advice for the next 20 years or so. I want to hear Jake do it. I want to hear John Boy do it. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Okay. So is it after the 2001 World Series? So after. So Luis Gonzalez still happens. Mm-hmm. And so we have to tell Cashman about it. Like, is it one transaction or is it the full crystal ball? I took it as, like, either having him make one more specific move or taking one Like, we're, we're, a, like we're a flash in, in Cashman. Okay. Well, first you have to convince him that you are a legit person from the future. Right. Well, I could do that easily. I think one that I think Jimmy has talked me into is, like, making the Cliff Lee trade. Mm, yeah. I, I, I think that's a good one. Because, I mean, what, what other disasters are there? I mean, it's Ellsbury. Like, hey, I know the fan base is thirsty, but... Let Boston re-sign him mm-hmm. um, Or maybe you say like I don't know 2003 Get get someone better Or the Red Sox will reverse sweep you And Cashman will be like Get out of here yeah. Stranger from the future Stranger from the future Don't come near me again uh, yeah, get Cliff Lee. Ooh, someone said got to draft Mike Trout, but I think he got drafted right before the Yankees pick. Maybe that's what you do. Like, hey, trade for Mike Trout. <laughs> like, go get him. It technically was the pick that was the Yankees pick. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, but you trade for him in the minors or something. Yeah, you trade you trade for Mike Trout. Trade A-Rod for Mike Trout yeah. in 2010. Yeah, you over... <laughs> Overpay for minor league Mike Trout. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. BBD. How do you convince him that you're real? How do I convince him I'm from the future? Yeah, that was the first part of the question. I mean, it's simple. I'm from the future, Brian, and I would never lie to you. I'm gonna be really honest with you right now. I'm from the future. So that's part of it. You have to figure, okay, know what it is. I just figured it out. God, I'm good. I say, hey, I'm from the future. You're not going to believe this, but please remember this. You are going to get reverse swept by the Red Sox in 2004. Remember this. Now, I'm telling you, go trade for a guy named Mike Trout when he's in the minor leagues. Overpay. Do okay. anything you have to. I think that's my angle. Okay. It's pretty good, right? Yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty memorable. Maybe you have him like, you know, you do use something else because he's got to wait two years. He might even forget that he talked with you. Mm. You know? Maybe you say like, uh, Florida will beat Maryland in the Orange Bowl 56-23 to 23. And uh, Miami will beat Nebraska 37-14. to 14. Make sure you trade for Mike Trout, Trout when he gets signed. The Angels will sign him. Trade everything to get him. Something like that. Yeah. Just a little pretty good. biff. Sports almanac stuff, you know? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Pretty cool. Hey, guys. It's Cameron from Midtown. A little fun question I have. Um, in your prime... Both of you guys. Home run derby. Who comes out on top? Um, this could be on a low league field or any field. But, uh, you know, you could be 20 years old playing on a low league field. Anyway, who wins a home run derby between the two? Thanks. We've been asked this before, right? Yeah. I was hoping the little league field caveat didn't come in so we could just say we tie. Zeros. Did you do it with Not us in Newtown? Like me, Ed, Proach. Did you come? 
I think we did. We did a fantasy. Wasn't it fantasy baseball type thing? I remember one in Southbury years ago. I don't know if I came to the Newtown one. You'd like to think I would have? We, I mean, we were just messing around. Yeah. At Newtown Fields, but I, I won know. that one. Maybe we did not. wood bats, but like, it's not impressive to say that. Well, it is. Is that your prime? I think I beat you one nothing. You're you very much oh. put the ball on the ground. Whoa! I'm You're gap line, to gap. gap to gap line drive. Line hitter. drive. I'll fly out a bunch and then, then just maybe get one. Yeah. Little League Field would be fun for a second and then very pathetic right now. Super pathetic. Yeah. What's up, John Boy, Jake, BBZ, Max Manis calling in. Uh, here's what I'm wondering about the proposed second base, uh, runner on second base and extra innings rule. Do you think that would change the way teams utilize a guy like Tyler Wade? Like, would they be careful not to use him in the eighth or ninth inning of a close game if there's like, I don't know, four? with one out in the eighth, do you think you would not put him on at first because you want to save him for extras, or maybe do you carry a couple designated pinch runners on the roster? What do you guys think? Love the pod. Thanks so much. As much as, as – mu- thank you, Max, for calling in. As much fun as we had dreaming up all the situations and who would bunt and who wouldn't bunt, the Yankees are just going to play that straight up. Like, if Judge is on second, they're not going to pinch run for him. If Voight's on second, they'll pinch run for him. But if an opportunity... So you're in, you're in not extra innings right now, right? Extra innings. Okay, in extra innings. Yeah. When you get to pick the pinch runner, right? No, it's the whoever made the last out. Oh, okay. So I'm saying, like, they they're probably let that go. If it's Voight, obviously, I think... Voight. Um, Gary, yeah, Gary, they'll Gary pinch run potentially. for... Depending how the catcher stuff is like going, it also depends on who's hitting. You know, do you think we get a Yankee pitcher who can run? No, I feel like other teams do that crap, but not the Yankees. Well, I think they'll. I mean, listen, I, I I'm just trying to figure out if if Wade's not starting, what other situation is there for him to pinch run or pinch hit? It would be like in the bottom nine if they get someone on second. Yeah. And then you use him. They're not going to save him if you're tie game, bottom nine, Gary hits a double. They're not going to save Well, let's Wade. do this. We, we did this hitting-wise. We did who would bunt. Who would Wade pinch run for? I think whoever's at third. I think Urshela will get pinch run for. If Wade's available. The question is, do you think they intentionally save Wade? Right, but I think it's almost the same question, right? Because we're also saying what situations would Wade jump into. It's almost the same thing, right? I mean, late innings, who's Wade coming in to run for? Yeah. It's potentially Urshela, probably not LeMayhew. I don't think anyone in the eighth inning, but in the ninth inning. Would you do LeMayhew in extra innings? If it's the tenth inning, LeMayhew made the last out. Yeah, I'd pinch your run for him because you're not yeah. you're not going multiple innings. Yeah, that's the whole point, right? Yeah. Especially if you're the home team. Like if the if the first team goes and they don't score and then LeMayhew's supposed to be the runner and the Yankees need one run, then yeah. Yeah. Tyler Wade. Then Tyler Wade becomes a lot more of an maybe that's what we should be saying. If the Yankees are the home team and the other team doesn't score, Tyler Wade is going out there. Yeah, for everyone for besides everyone. like Gardner. Yeah, that makes sense. Hicks, Hicks is fast, but he's not like great a base, base runner, runner fast. Yeah, he's not an artist out there. Yeah, long strider like Bernie. That's him striding. That's some old tape of him striding. Yeah, instant, instant. Yeah, that was archived good. footage. Good, uh, I pulled that up. Good board usage there. Thank you. I don't. I. I think they're the Yankees are going to play that more straight up than we're thinking. Just like, yeah, we got to run on second. We got guys that can hit the ball pretty far. Yeah, I think. I think the home field becomes interesting because, like, if you need that one run, like someone like Glaber, like Glaber's athletic, but he's a pretty bad base runner from what we've seen. And like Wade could play sure if you just need that one run. But does that limit Wade? Will they not use him? Will they not start him on home games? Like how I mean, much they're is not going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> what if Wade um, starts and you need Guardy to sit? Like, you need one of those dudes. Yeah. on the bench. They can't both be in the starting nine. What about that? That thought process. 
But again, that you're playing for ties. Then that that. that almost contradicts the other thought of like you know the Yankees are pretty much going to swing. Yeah. So I I don't know. I think uh, you're right. It's going to be more of a luxury than we think. What's up, guys? It's uh, Mario the Baker here. I'm calling in about gimmick rules. I know you guys generally don't like gimmick rules for extra innings, but if you had to have one, what would it be? Some favorites include you could bat any three batters or, you know, you have to take away a fielder every extra inning or, you know, a non-pitcher has to pitch. So what do you guys think? Thanks. Thanks, Mario the Baker. Out of the three that you offered, the takeaway of fielder each inning intrigues me the most. I mean, that's, that would be wild. <laughs> that would be wild. Yeah. You'd take away an infielder and just rotate the two to the, where the where the shift says. Keep the first baseman. Rotate. I think you take an outfielder. You just play two outfielders. I think so. Keep your two speedsters out there. Have Guardian Hicks play outfield. Yeah, could got most of it covered. I don't like uh, the any order like blows. Yeah, I I have a really weird relationship with that right now because I see, dude, I'm serious. I I see the coolness factor of like an extra inning game, like in the Yanks have their almost their penalty kick lineup. It's like, all right, we're going Lemayhu, Judge Stanton, run it. Like I think that there is a cool factor to that, and you know. The whole thing about the sport is getting more guys, more at-bats. Um, so I kind of like that. Extra inning quirk. I mean, we're doing real life, right? Yeah, I have, like I have a quirk. getting as silly as possible. Because silly as possible, I love removing guys. I, yeah, like, what about rollover outs? Excuse me? Not even for extra innings. I just, I'd like to see how rollover outs would play. Go, tell me what you just mean that by that. Man on first, two outs, still turn the double play, next inning, oh, you've got an out. Oh, you're going rollover out that way. Okay, interesting. You'd see teams, I, thought, you'd see, see I teams. thought you were going reverse. I thought you were going to be like, hey, we have a one-run lead in the eighth. We don't want to bat. Forfeiting. You got, yeah. That's like what they do in cricket. They forfeit the side. Yeah. Now nah, we're good. We got a good lead. I thought you were like rolling over. Dude, if they did that, minutes. if they did that, the Yankees would have done it all the time with Mar- yeah. with Mariano when he was the closer. Oh yeah. Ah, uh, fuck it. Let's just bring Mo out. And I mean, if you face could your save him, yeah, it's kind of unfair. But no rollover outs. How many times do you think people would go for the double play to get that extra out, and then the next inning there's only two for the team? I think whenever they could. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck. Turn the triple play. Tough rollover outs. Walk. Walk a batter with two outs just to get two outs not going to the next Ooh, thing. Serious strategy. Yeah. Rollover outs. Okay. Rollover outs. Take a take a player away. That's that, the that, that would that would change the game pretty quick. That's the silliest, yeah. Last voicemail from Ben in Oklahoma. John Boy Jake, Ben from Oklahoma. Told just you. wanted to say that this is the last voicemail of the set I'll get to listen to because I am leaving for the army. Oh. And I'm actually really, really sad about this. So I won't be able to listen for about six over six months, so I'll miss the whole season. But at least I'll, yeah. I'll have something to listen to when I get back. Just want to say thanks for the years of podcasts. It's been great, and I'll be listening to you as soon as I can. See you yeah. guys. All right. Everyone wish Ben uh, farewell and happy goings, and thank you for your service. And, mm. uh, hey, man, you come back, Yanks will be winners, I guess. Yeah, appreciate you. We'll be going for the repeat. That's that's the best everyone's worried about the 60-game season. If the Yanks win it all this year, you just win the next year to be like, oh. Told you we could have done yeah, it. Yeah, we could have done, done this all year anyway. So. Man, I hope the Yanks are good, Yeah, man. that's crazy. Good luck, Ben. Thank you for being a kind, listener. Kind of makes me feel like an idiot for wearing these giant yeah. idiot very, sunglasses. And very, then you get a very poignant voice. Very like serious that. call. And Jake looks. I'm oh, wearing a brand um, new shirt. It's nice. Yeah. Is that a thing you're going to go for now? What? I don't know. Just like the relaxed collared shirt. Yes. Like you wore one last weekend. You've got this yeah, now. Feel how light this is. Yeah. It's lighter than a cotton shirt. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Did you see my tan line? Golfing shirt. Look, you can clearly see where I just sprayed like one mm. stripe down my arm right there. Just so red. Oh, yeah. When you did the, the out turn. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Very red. It sucks. Good for you. Is this a punt on the Adam Sandler life? During the heat, 
I need something lighter. So okay. even if this comes without a collar, but most of them come with collars. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. good good on you. And these are lighter than mesh shorts. I've been telling you, yeah. man. So I went I went shopping over the weekend. Huge. Yeah. Update. It was miserable. Late breaking up. Oh my god! I'm looking at this picture of this Colombian high school graduation where they're like sitting. Just don't go. Okay. You know what I mean? Why would? Oh my god. Hey and. Brian Hoke probably doesn't want us leaking this, but we did ask him about the 60-day IL stuff, and his official statement is the shrug emoji guy. <laughs> so uh, that's official. No, I think we just found a huge loophole. I think we did, dude. I think that's happening. I think there's going to be... Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you phantom put, DL Florio? Put a guy on the IL who's not coming close to your baseball field this year... Or DFA someone and lose them. Like, have we ever met a general manager? Like, we kind of have. Not like... Former. Yeah. Like, nice to meet you. Hi, Brian. Oh, you just signed Garrett Cole? Yeah, I'll take a picture with you with wine in my mouth. That's how it went. That's kind of how it went. Actually, no. He gave us a hug. We did hug. He said, bring it in. Bring it in. Just peacocking in the lobby. (laughs) They were peacocking. peacocking God, that was such good times. Boone comes out right after, just so peacocking in the lobby in winter meetings. We were part of the peacock crew. Yeah, for sure. Are you going to get Peacock, the the new NBC mobile video app or whatever it is? No. Okay. You what might. would you get that for? I don't know. I think people are getting it. For what? I don't know. Shows and games and stuff. The same thing you get all the apps for. Are they exclusively putting all the NBC shows on there? I like believe Parks and Rec so. in the office? So they've just turned streaming into cable. Yes. <laughs> Eventually, there's going to be a cable uh, streaming company that's like, we have access. It's, uh, it's actually already exists. What's it yeah. called? It sucks, though. Sling? Uh, Pinocchio. Sling. Sling. Sling's so bad. Yeah. Are you guys slingers? Sponsor good us. commercials. We'll like you if you sponsor us. Slinger. <laughs> yeah. We're out. Got the mics. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. And we'll be back next week with some clips from the question we asked Booney and some clips from a bunch of other major league players and all that stuff heading into the July 4th weekend. We love you. We appreciate you. Goodbye. Farewell. So long. See you later. Jake, are you going to say goodbye? Let's go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.